0: Love, talk, radio. Welcome to the St. Joseph Catholic Church Podcast with Deacon Bill Johnson from St. Joseph Catholic Church in Arlington, Texas. Now, here's Deacon Johnson. My wife and I were uh, uh, watching the news sometime this week or last week, I don't really remember when it was, and there was one of these little special news stories on, and it was about a man who had really created a very, very special and unique ministry. Uh, He called it CWF, the Christian Wrestling Federation. I had the same reaction. Now, because they started this up, and I thought, wow, that is really unique. This is one I've never heard of. But what he does, he has this facility, and he's got one of those wrestling rings in it, and he has this group of men, big old burly men, uh, strong men, come and they work out about two hours a day uh, and practice the, I'll say, the entertainment form of wrestling. So they're bouncing off the walls, and they're doing body slams and all this kind of stuff. But then at the end of their exercise session they all sit in the ring they're all sweaty and grimy by this point and a little bruised and beat up I do believe and he sits there and he opens up scripture to them he brings sorry he brings the gospel of Jesus Christ to these men who may have never experienced it before and then once a week they open up the facility and have an ex- exhibition. They have their actual wrestling event, and they invite the public in. And at the end of the evening, they open up, he gets up in the middle of the ring, and he opens up Scripture to these people. He proclaims the good news of Jesus Christ, and they pray together, and they bow their heads, and they spend this very special time with Christ. Sorry. It was a very, very interesting. He found a very unique way to bring Christ to a people and a place that you probably wouldn't ordinarily find it. But here's my dilemma He's not Catholic, He's not one of us. So, what do we do? Do we stop Him? Do we prevent him? How about an easier question? I worked with a lady this week on a Habitat for Humanity build site. Uh, Her name's Beverly. She had to leave a little bit early because she and her husband were packing up. They were making it one of many trips that they've made all year long down to Corpus Christi. See, they're going down with their church, and they're continuing to help the people in Corpus Christi who are still suffering and still rebuilding from Hurricane Harvey. She's doing some wonderful and mighty deeds in the name of Jesus Christ. But you know what? She's not Catholic either. So, what do we do? Do we stop her? Do we prevent her because she's not one of us? I know these questions may sound silly, but that's exactly what we see in the readings today. In the first reading from Numbers and in the Gospel reading, we see Joshua trying to do exactly that. And then we see the apostles, John, trying to do exactly that. In that first reading from Numbers, we hear about Eldad and Medad. Now, what give you a little background of what's happening. Moses is tired. He needs some help, and he asks God, can you give me a little bit of a hand? And so God says, sure, make a list, bring together these men, and I will bestow some of your spirit upon them. And they made a list of 72 men. Well, only 70 men showed up in the tent. Eldad and Medad, I don't know what they were doing, but they didn't make it to the tent. They are still, still out in the uh, camp. But when the spirit came down upon those 70, the spirit also came down upon Eldad and Medad, and they started prophesying. Well, the reports got back to Moses right away. And what does Joshua say? Moses stopped them because they weren't part of this. They weren't with us. We see something very similar in the Gospel reading. The apostles are out, and they see a man driving out demons in Jesus' name. And so what do they do? They try to prevent him. And they come back and tell Jesus, we tried to prevent him, but we couldn't. And Jesus says, what are you doing? Don't prevent them. Anybody who does mighty deeds in my name cannot speak ill of me. You know, these guys, Joshua and the apostles, they're not bad guys. They're wonderful guys. They're men of great faith. They're leaders in our faith. But they were misled by some human emotions. They were misled. They weren't trying to do anything wrong. They were trying to do what was right. But they were misled by those emotions of ego and pride and jealousy and bias. There's probably a little prejudice thrown in there as well. Fortunately, over the last 2,000 years, we as human beings have matured so much that we don't have any more ego and pride and jealousy and all those ugly emotions that get in our way, do we? Well, of course we do and it continues to be a challenge for us today. Several, this quite a few years ago, probably even 15 years ago. I had a, a friend who I've lost track of since, but we would often get into these discussions, uh, these, I'll say discussions, and sometimes they went into debates about our, our faith traditions and the differences between them. And one of the things he would tell me that I really was challenged with was that he firmly believed that only those members of his community, his church, would be saved. And he said, you know, I have to believe that because if I don't believe that, then I'm not being true to my faith. And I think, wow. Wow, what, what, a, what a concept. But you know what? There are many Catholics who think the same thing. There are many Catholics that think only Catholics can be saved. If you'll go home tonight and open up the book, I know everybody has one of these books on your shelf because every Catholic family should have that green book that's about this thick called The Catechism of the Catholic Church, and you should have it on your shelf. If you go home tonight and look up who is saved, you'll be very surprised at what the church teaches. Now the church, no question about it, the church teaches that there is a path to salvation. And that path is to be in full communion with Christ and full communion with the church and living a charitable life. But it also says that those who through no fault of their own do not know Christ or do not know the church. Are also on that path. And as examples, it points out our Protestant brothers and sisters who have accepted Christ, have accepted the gospel, and have had a proper baptism. It points to the Jewish people, our, brothers and Jew, our Jewish brothers and sisters, who were the first to receive the Word of God and who have this covenant with God that will never be broken. And yet, it even talks about our Muslim brothers and sisters who believe in God the Creator and trace their faith back to Abraham. And yes, it talks about all those other faith religions that don't believe in our God at all. That the goodness and that the truth that comes from their faith practice will lead them to the Gospel. Because salvation is possible for everyone salvation is possible for everyone if through no fault of their own they're not in full communion or not in perfect communion with Christ and the church but let's get back to the point and the point is what do we do when people are out there preaching and doing good works and stuff what do we do when we still have those attitudes of us versus them. When we had those attitudes that we're right, so they must be wrong. Well, let's go back to the gospel today. And let's go back to Jesus' words in the second half of the gospel. And what did he say? If something causes you to sin, cut it out. Cut it off, yank it out. And what is it that causes us to have those attitudes of us versus them? Those things I already talked about. Jealousy and ego and arrogance. Bias and prejudice and hatred. When our heart is filled with those, human, those negative human emotions, there's no room there for love and faith and charity and compassion and understanding. So we have to rip those out and allow them to be replaced with those attitudes that God wants us as His people to have. We have to quit looking at others with human eyes. Human eyes see Catholics and Protestants and Jews and Muslims and Buddhists and Hindus and so forth. We have to start looking at them with the eyes of God. Because what God sees is his most beautiful and precious creation. What God sees is his children, our brothers and sisters. You know, and when we can start changing us and changing our attitudes and seeing others as that precious gift, that precious gift of creation our brothers and sisters, maybe we can start understanding how God can use anybody and use any place and anything to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. How others can do those mighty deeds in the name of Jesus. And maybe that prayer that we hear at the end of the first reading that Moses said will come true that the Spirit of the Lord will be bestowed on all of us. Thank you for listening to the St. Joseph Catholic Church Podcast. St. Joseph is located between Dallas and Fort Worth at 1927 Southwest Green Oaks Boulevard in Arlington, Texas. We invite you to check out our website at www.stjoe88.org. That's stjo 88org Once again, thanks for listening to our podcast, and we hope to see you soon. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Haha, in my dentist's office.